Welcome to Spiritual Debriefing. We are back. And it is I, Daniel Meadows. To my left, good to see you again, my buddy. I'm Jed. What up, Jed? Hey, Jed. Hey. And to my left, I'm Derek. We got Derek. <laughs> Hi, Derek. All right. Hi, Derek. How's it going? Good. Excellent. <laughs> and then in front of me, right, we got... Ray, I'm here as always, and I am pushing buttons tonight. Yeah, you so are. We'll see yeah. how that goes. And uh, to my left, we have. I'm Randy. Hey, Randy. Hey, how Randy. Y'all doing? Hi, hey, Randy. Randy. Fantastic. Oh. Fantastic. There's introductions. There's introductions. Now, Randy reads this part where you yeah. like and you subscribe <laughs> and you follow us and you comment and then leave another comment and then leave the real comment you wanted to comment about because those help. And leave nasty grams. Yeah, Whatever. share it with your friends. And if you got questions, Email Ray yep. at spiritualdebriefing.com. Oh, so close. So close on that. Almost got it. Yep. Or just leave it in the comment section. Yep. Comment section on YouTube's great. You can find us on Rumble. We're actually getting a decent amount of views on Rumble. Kind of cool. See that? Sweet. Um, and uh, I w- try to watch all the comment sections and all that stuff. So if you have questions, you can't find us any other way, check that. But also in the description of, uh, of the video you should see or the podcast you should see links to. Without hey, further ado. Awesome. Good job, job, Randy. Good job, Randy. <laughs> yes. He's nailing that now. Yes. Yeah, he's doing real good. Doing a good I job. Like, I like this getting paid to do nothing stuff. <laughs> yeah. You're getting paid? You did a real good job. <laughs> that's weird. You work for the city. Yeah. No, I, was, I, was, I got a. He gets paid Debbie's. in these little Debbies. I got little that's Debbies right. for him. So. That's right. <laughs> Y'all can't see. There's boxes stacked in front of them. Mm-hmm. But they're not all mine. Don't think that. Oh, Jeez. come on now. Yeah, for the viewers who are listeners who don't know, we have uh, the. We get the discount little Debbies from straight from the factory. Straight. <laughs> Be jealous because they're good. <laughs> so. yep. Over there in, uh, in in Gentry. Over in Gentry. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Lovely when the wind's blowing the right way. Smells like little Debbies. Blowing <laughs> the other way. Smells like the chicken plant. Yo. Not good. Not the best. That's Not good. That Didn't take you very long figured out. <laughs> that has got to be a just a you never know what the day's going to bring. <laughs> Smell of money. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> for someone. Yeah, for somebody, not me. Mm-hmm. 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 Hey, it's been a uh, it's been several weeks since we've gotten together. Yes, it has. Oh. Holidays and all. And Holidays illness. and all. And illness. Yeah. Ill- oh, that time of year. Mm-hmm. You know. Fixing to have snowpocalypse of 2024 here in Northwest Arkansas. Right, right. I mean, honestly, if we talk too long, we might get stuck here. <laughs> we might get stuck here. That's fine. Y'all got couches. I'm in a chair. Yeah, we'd we'll be, we'll be, we'll be fine. I don't know about Daniel. Mm-hmm. But. Daniel will be the first one out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. I'm going to my bed. I don't know about <laughs> <laughs> If I got to walk there, I'll be there. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, on Wednesday nights, we started a new series um, last week in youth on what we believe and why. And so this past Wednesday, um, which would have been yesterday of us, you know, yesterday, um, we talked about God and you did. Yeah, we that's did. good. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> Always that's a good thing to talk about, you know, I forgot you have that. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you did your job, big guy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that one. Oh, you are pushing buttons over there. <laughs> and they're funny. <laughs> they're finding out buttons. Um, no, but we, we talked about what we believe about God because we're going through uh, the Baptist faith and message. And if 
people who don't know what the Baptist faith and message is. That's what we as Southern Baptist churches um, build our doctrine and stuff off of. Um, and so we we talked yesterday about God the Father in that section. Um, and, and I started off last night with this question, and the kids were all like, that's really deep. And it is because I think we have to understand this question to understand and to build off of. And so the question I want to throw out to you guys is who is God to you? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Cause it, you'd think it'd be easy. No. Yeah. But then if the more you think about it, it's actually not so Mm-mm. easy. Cause you told me about that last night too, Ray. Mm-hmm. Cause he mentioned it. And that's, that's yeah. Good so one. like I've been, sitting there all day all night <laughs> thinking about that mm-hmm. like who is god to you and like the first couple of things that just come to your head right away right like for me is god as my father right mm-hmm. he is the creator he created me and every little corks every little thing that i have god created me for a reason for a purpose And, you know, and then like when I do like my prayers and even like last night I was praying, you know, and, and really thinking, you know, who is God to me Hmm. and being a Christian for many, many years and going to church and getting raised in church, I kind of think about that and, and it's kind of weird, but last night I was just thinking, I'm like, you know, God is a good listener. Like God has listened to me complain listen to me praise him listen to me whatever the situation is and knowing that he is my father and i almost reflect back to that as my own kids when they come and complain or they whatever you know and they praise and they do all of this stuff and you know we have to try to be as a good listener as he is to us and I just, I don't know. I mean, I just, that's what I was just thinking about that. He has still listened to me all these years and always been there, has mm-hmm. not gone away. And that's how I really think that God is to me as well as the creator of me, the creator of earth too, and driving around and just mm-hmm. seeing the beauty of what he created. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that. We can come up with all kinds of different things, too. I mean, God is still full of love Mm -hmm. and grace, has a lot of mercy on me. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you, Lord. And forgiveness, (laughs) you know. Praise Jesus Uh, for that. Yes, praise. So that's how I think God is to me, is, you know, my father. That's why I look at him as my father. Mm -hmm. Um, See, I can't help. My mind always goes to the, the comedy first, and I have a... Have this very active ADD brain, so I see like twelve images and like, who is God to you? Mm-hmm. And one, one of the ones that always susses right to the top for me is the old Monty Python, big white guy floating in the cloud, usually shouting down at people. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this image from my youth, yeah. right? And again, yeah, that's not I'm saying who I think God is, but that's just 
that's the image and it's funny that's the image that a lot of people i think have when they yeah, picture god is. is some white it guy is. with a white beard white hair up in the clouds uh, I've, I've searched the scriptures i don't see that description anywhere right but i'm just saying it's not bad <laughs> you know and and so that's just a funny thought to think of again who is god to you because I think there's a lot of people who never even think about that for a second. In, in their mind, they just think God is some guy up in the clouds. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've heard some people who are lost say things like, oh, he's, he's just some guy up there who's trying to punish you for doing bad things. Um, and again, just completely misunderstanding mm-hmm. who God is right. and what God really is. Um, and, and I know, you know, again, we know from the Bible that God is masculine. He is a man, but he's not a man. He's mm-hmm. not a man like we would think of a man because again jesus even tells us that up in heaven there there aren't men and women we don't get married like angels now again i don't know who god is when i get up there whatever he's going to explain it to us but the image of just picturing god as this white guy with a white beard and a white hair is just so ingrained in our society that you know i don't know if we can ever get rid of that from right. like just the picture of who you think god is which i think all of us as good christians know that's that's not who god is mm-hmm. But that's still kind of the, the sticker you put over the top of it, right, for, for quick reference or whatever you want to call it. So anyway, just a quick aside on that. But yeah, because God is so much more than that, right? Mm-hmm. God is so much more than, than any man could ever be or, or just picture or image or anything that has been portrayed in any movie or any, any Hollywood stuff about it. Um, it's, it's something that even as I've studied the Bible and keep reading it over and over and just just reading commentaries and listening to different pastors, I keep coming to deeper and deeper understandings of what who God is and what God is. And yes, our Father who loves us unconditionally mm-hmm. and who cares for us in such a way that he knew, he knows where we're going to fail and he sets it up so that even though we fail, we can still succeed. He's ahead of us all the time, making sure that even when we stumble, he can pick us up, right? You know, I, I, I know that the phrase that a lot of people use wrongly from the Bible is that he'll never give you anything that you can't bear, but that's not true. It's not true. He will give you nothing that you can't bear with his help. It's Correct. God is the one who will make you bear through mm-hmm. all things. And so it's, uh, and then the whole fact that he's also the parent style that the, the convictor, the one who is, you know, does we grieve him when we sin we grieve mm-hmm. him when we do wrong and he ha- and he does take retribution not on us in the way that he will on the lost but on all there is a give and take there is a payment to be paid for sin sin is not free even for christians even for christians all sin has a price ours is not death any longer but it hurts other people it, it hurts us right we were talking about pastor roger brent mentioned this on wednesday and said that you know people will say things like oh I, i'm just doing this because i want to i'm not hurting anybody else and that is a complete lie there is never anything you do that does not hurt someone else so i got back off my soapbox a little bit there but <laughs> no you're right no you're right i was i was having a conversation with my boss before we was, before i left work and i told him we was coming here to discuss this and i Unfortunately, I didn't get to look further into it, but he had a great question about this. He said, or statement question. So I'll throw this up as a question to you guys. So his statement was, it shouldn't matter what, who God is to us. It's what the Bible says God is to us. And that made a better point than us trying to, trying to figure out who God is for us. 
because yeah, well, yeah. The, I can. I the can. The Bible clearly states who he is for us. Right. The the Bible clearly states who he is, but I think part of being able to effectively witness is ex- is explaining who God is for us. Yeah. Right. Like for me, God is my provider. Like that for that is like yeah, he is my father. He is my Abba, which means daddy. But but I think of times in my life, especially times in ministry where provider sticks out for me more, right? I mean, I've shared it before, the time down at Bradley, and and when we left, we got kicked out of the house that we were provided with, um, and so we had to find somewhere to live for three months. Now, you tell me somewhere that's going to rent you a place for three months. There's, like, nowhere. Mm-hmm. Nowhere. I mean, there's those those fancy fancy motels all and, over the place, right? And so, and and I had a I, I had a teaching job at a private school that paid about what I get here at the church, you know. And um, and, and Taylor was teaching um, at a public school, making about what a small school in South Arkansas would make on a bachelor's degree, which isn't that much. So here we are, newly wedged, trying to figure out how to live life, and we found this one place um, down in Texarkana. And, and we were like, look, here's the situation. Like, we've got to have somewhere to live for three months and uh, laid it out there. And, and they said, you know, we don't usually do less than a six-month lease, but we'll do you a three-month lease, and we will not make you pay a pet deposit. I was like. Praise oh. Jesus. Yeah, I was like, that. <laughs> like, that's, like, Taylor looked at me, and she goes, that's amazing. That's so good. I was like, that's because God took care of us. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, like God provided what we needed in that moment. And for me, that's what he, that's who he is. He's our provider, which yes, scripture tells us God is your provider. God is your sustainer. That, that was going to bring up my next point to answer the question along with this is I think knowing his word, like you mm-hmm. said, and being in his word, knowing what that Bible says is based upon that point right there. And that, that brought me to this quote here because it says we cannot know his will if we're ignorant of his word and basically i thought that went straight hand in hand with his question after i found that quote and i was like we've said a lot that god's not a vending machine god so if we don't if we're not in his will and we're just freestyling god right now he's not going to provide he's not you're not going to know his word you're not going to know his will so I think that was a very valid question or statement that he made because you're not going to draw draw closer to him knowing that he's your father, knowing that he's your provider. You're not going to know all that unless you're in the word with him. Right. So yeah. unless you're growing in that relationship because that's what he yeah. wants, right? Is that relationship yeah. with us. I mean, when when he created everything, you go back to Genesis and and when they when, when he and Jesus and, and the Holy Spirit, because all three were there. Yep. I mean, look at verse 2. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, verse 2 of Genesis chapter 1 uh-huh. talks about the Spirit the spirits of there. God yep. being over the, the face of the waters, right? And, mm-hmm. um, and so when you go back to that, you see these very words that, that God speaks is, let us make man in our image, right? He, he longed for that. He wanted a relationship with us. And, mm-hmm. and so I think... When we understand he wants a relationship with us, then that should help transform our minds and our thoughts that he is he is our Abba. There's something about we we like to use the word father. 
Because he is. Yep. But when you say Abba, that's a different... It's a little bit deeper. Abba translated as daddy. Right? And, and, and when you would when you were growing up, what did you call the male parental figure? Father or daddy? Well, dad. if, you're, if you're British. <laughs> well, dad. <laughs> right. Now I put yeah. God as father, right, for me. Yep. Because we can go around this whole room yep. and we'll have different answers. Right. And we will because... It is your personal relationship with God. Right. Right? Right. right. And so, like, every answer is going to be different. Mm-hmm. And because every different struggle God has put into our lives or what we dealt with is different for each of us. Right. Mm-hmm. And so why I tell that God is my father is for me because that's the authority over my life. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you say father, like, to me, that means the authority over me. Right. And so that's, you know, it's a little right. different for me. And that's where... You know, I got brought up in that authority childhood, right? My dad was the authority, the discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and that's why I call, you know, my God and our God that we worship is father to me. And that's why I do that. Right. right. Although I can't help but giggle because I do know that every time you hear those people who say, Abba, father, Abba, Abba father, father. <laughs> I'm like, you're going daddy, father, daddy, <laughs> father, daddy, <laughs> father. That's okay. <laughs> Whatever you can call him, what you can call him anything you want in that reverent tone. Right. He is gonna be okay with right. it. That's the good news with it, right? right? right. But you, to that father point, that is something that actually I have made it a point to bring back into my prayers because it is not only is it the figurehead, it gives relationship, mm-hmm. it gives that, and Abba is is just as good in my opinion too. But it also has that closeness, mm-hmm. not just saying God. Old, holy, almighty God, creator of all things, right. fearful, powerful, you know, I mean, he has all power, but don't separate him that far. He's your father. He wants right. that relationship and, with you. And, and that, again, the, the best way to do it, as Randy was saying, I want to make sure I champion that point is being in the word. Yeah. That is the only, only way to be with him. I know there's a lot of people out there who have all kinds of different opinions about whether you got to go to this church or that church or even go to a church, but the one thing you can never get away from is you need to be reading your Bible. You can't be like, oh, no, I believe in God, and I love God, and I don't need to read the Bible. I can just go out in nature, and I'll be just fine. It's like, no, you, that's not spending time with God. Right. That's not spending time with your father. That's the, he speaks through the word. He, he is the word. Mm-hmm. So spending time with it is the only way to get that closeness mm-hmm. and to understand him better. That's right. the, that is just like spending time with your own father. Right. And if you have it, I hope you do, because that's the only way to get to know them better yeah. is spending time with them. Yeah. And right. we also have to understand, too, though, that when it comes to God as our father um, or our Abba, however you want to yeah. put it, our, our Abba father, Abba father, <laughs> as our Abba father. Um, <laughs> You'll never be able to stop again. No, right. hear that. Right. No, I lost my thought, I, you know, but we, like when we when we look at him that way, if you look at um, the Lord's Prayer in Matthew, right? He says, um, "Our Father who art in heaven, mm-hmm. hallowed mm-hmm. be thy name." Mm-hmm. And what is hallowed? Yep. It's honor and glory. Yep. Like God's name deserves all the honor Holy, and all the righteous. glory. Yeah, you know, and and for us, if we're gonna say this is what I told the kids last night too, because it like God hit me hard this week preparing for this, and He's like, if you're gonna claim that you have a relationship with me, then my name better be honored and gloried, which means everything that I do needs to point back to Him. 
the things that I do in the gym, when I go to the gym, if I don't glorify God in the way that I do things at the gym, then I'm not representing him as my father. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that, for me, that took, that, that hit me with the music I listened to in the gym. Because there's some good music that pumps us up, but there's some trash in that music. Mm-hmm. And and so I had to change my playlist to, Randy, don't laugh at this, to some Christian rap. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's trash music. That's trash music. You know, so like. Don't like, lie. You know yeah, you're a Swifty. You're, I'm yeah, not a Swifty. I'm not a Swifty. I use a. I don't even know how that came out. I use. I use a Swiffer, yeah. but I'm not a Swifty. He's married to a Taylor. Yeah, married yeah. to a Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a Swifty. Yeah. yeah, but you know, so like for me, I had to change my music up because I knew I was putting trash in my ears when I was in the gym lifting weights, and that was not glorifying to God. That was putting something in between that relationship that I was building. And that was me personally. Some people, you know, they, they can listen to stuff and say it doesn't affect their music or their relationship with God. For me, it does. Well, and, and even if it didn't, even if it wasn't like negatively affecting you, you're doing more honor to God by listening mm-hmm. to Christian music than non-Christian music. There's no way you could argue that differently, right? But that's, now that, I've caught myself singing, right? <laughs> I've been singing the the songs while lifting weights, and so right. now I'm getting looks from right. people. And if it's and if it's something that you're, you're not doing, glorifying with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say. Scripture says, "Make a joyful noise." All right, right. And yeah, you, a but, joyful noise, not what you're doing. <laughs> the, as long as you're doing it for the Lord and not because you feel like you're required to, right? Not because right. you feel like you must, right. no, then no, that's and that not was, it. But that was the yeah. thing. as I spent time, more time in the word, yep. you know, when you spend more time in the word, you get more conviction because your father who really does love you also mm-hmm. disciplines you and corrects you. Yeah. You read it and you're like, like, again, I know it sounds silly, but again, me with cutting my hair short, finally, I didn't have to, but I read it and I said, I'm, I am doing a dishonor to God by not. And why don't I just cut it? Because I love God. I want to honor him in all ways mm-hmm. I can. So why not? Mm-hmm. It didn't, it, it's no big deal. And I'm not trying to make a big deal out of it, but I'm saying it's that same thing. Yeah. It, it wasn't like I felt like I had to. I right. wanted to. Yeah. Just when we thought you couldn't get prettier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Look how his hair you, just right? waves. Yeah. Right? Just, oh, man. man. Oh, yeah. Oh, what yeah. do you put in that? Uh, <laughs> some stuff that my wife got for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> he needs his own commercial. Yep. Like a fella with she, said, she says, yeah, first you put in this one, and then you put in this one, and then you blow dry it, and then you put in this oh, one. Oh, wow. You said, blow dry oh, your hair. Wow. wow. I got to blow dry my hair now, apparently. Geez. Just to work from home. Yep. <laughs> I believe it. Why does it take you so long to get to your desk? I look really, really nice on those Zoom calls and, and, and Google meetings. I really do. Yeah, look at these locks. <laughs> wow. Oh, what about you, Jetty? So, what about me? How, <laughs> do, how do you do your hair? <laughs> Run my hand over it. I don't even do that. <laughs> What hair? Yeah, you're you're afraid more will come out if you do that. I know. More come out. I think I got more than Derek. Yeah. (laughs) Probably do. This got to be the most hair I've had in a long while. (laughs) You kept looking over here at me like, like mine's running away too. And you're like, it is running away. (laughs) I'll I'll admit it. 
Mine's just longer. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Right here. <laughs> well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Randy, you can't grow a beard. I was getting ready to say, he's just jealous of beard. I am jealous. <laughs> Took me 41 years, this one. That one hair right there. That one hair. <laughs> one hair on your chinny chin chin. But, but y'all got more color than I've got. I'm waiting for that. I. I didn't want to grow my hair until that come out, but I like the gray hair. Yeah, and you'll probably never get it. I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to shave my head again. Yeah. Uh, so, Jed, what? Who's God to you? He's my father. He's my everything. I mean, he. Does the whole world, which my world is in within him. Hmm. Just basic answer like everybody else <laughs> but in yeah. this room anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true though. But, but like you said, I think it, when you reflect on it personally, mm -hmm. I mean, you'll, you'll be thinking more about it instead of sitting here trying to explain it, I think, because mm -hmm. I think. In all mm -hmm. reality, I think he's more than just our father. Oh, yeah. It's just we're going to have to be in that situation to tell you at that point. I yeah. think we can just sit here and tell you that he's our comforter, our father, or mm -hmm. all this right now because that's what basic answer. But we all know in day-to-day, minute-to-minute, moment-to-moment situations, he's more than just that at he's that point. He's everything. Yep. yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's the only reason we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going through that down there. It says you can do nothing without him. That's right. So, I mean. You can't take that breath. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah, I, that's, that's just it. I mean, every moment he's your father, but every moment he's something else to you. Yeah. 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 So. Because yeah, sometimes I pray and, you know, like I call him Lord. Yeah. Right. I mean, another authority name. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it just depends. Yeah. You know, it really just depends on what we're going through that day. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and I think it's also good to have also have those times where you treat him like that friend, where you just have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Just a, hey, this is just what I'm thinking about right now. This is what I'm going through right now. You know, should I go left? Mm -hmm. Should I go right? Or, hey, did you just see what happened? Whoa. Like, <laughs> yeah. Did I you mean, see that dude cut me off? Yeah. Because <laughs> well, I used to be where, you know, I'm like, I don't want to bother God. Right. Like, right? I used to be like that. Where, like, I'm going to pray for everybody else except for me. Yeah. I don't right? need to, Because I, I'm like. Yeah. Only if it's important. Right. Right. Because I'm like, I don't want to bug you, man. You yeah. know what I mean? That's right. what it really was. Yeah. I don't want to bug you with all my crap. But that's what he wants. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. And that's where you get more into the word and you know that that's what he wants. I don't think you would have sent that Holy Spirit if he didn't want that. Right. Right. Because and, that self-conviction from him, I think that's our cue of saying, you can't do it. You better say something. Because mm -hmm. he obviously knows what we're already thinking. Right. But are we man enough to tell him? You know, that's that's the big deal right there. Exactly right. Yeah. I know. He's, he's he, You know, because even the Bible says he knows what's in your heart, right? He wants you to say the words, but you don't have to say the words either. If you can't get them out at that moment, it's okay. He knows. He knows the condition mm -hmm. of your heart. He knows. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, yep. And that's the most important part, though. Mm -hmm. 
is your, the condition of your heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're. There's no. You can lie to yourself, right? But you cannot lie to God. Mm-hmm. And people can be judging on that, but you know, still yet, that's your own personal relationship with Him. Mm-hmm. Although I, I want to say, I don't know about you guys, but I think I can say, since I've had the Holy Spirit, I don't think I can lie to myself anymore either. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Without, without that immediate guilt. Yeah. Without the immediate. <laughs> that, like, right? Yeah. Uh, it's immediate. I, yeah. It's immediate. I'll tell you guys real quick here. Uh, I had a pretty quick set down the other day. Uh, it was. It's been a few days, probably since I was set a prayer or something. Here, let me find this. Okay. And I, I kept thinking, well, I'm, I'm frustrated about something, but I, you know, I wasn't stressing over. It. I was just frustrated. And I finally was like, yeah, I haven't even prayed about this, you know. And I was sitting there going, well, I guess I'll just go ahead and do that. You know, I wasn't, like you said, make a big deal. It wasn't something that mm-hmm. would, well, I went ahead and done that. And then first quote I popped up on my phone whenever I, I told you I started getting those motivational quotes. Don't treat me like an option. And I was like, well, you just cut my legs off. With this right <laughs> yeah. and, I, yep. and I mean, it should be, he should be first. Yes. He and that's what I'm first. saying. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. like I was trying my last resort. It was just. Ourselves got in the way, myself mm-hmm. got in the way, and we can fix everything, right? You know, mm-hmm. but when we can't, it's like, oh yeah, duh. But I can't go through this life without God. Exactly. No. Yeah. No. At all. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Anymore, I don't want sure. to. You I don't. Get, you get humbled so. real quick if mm-hmm. you think so. Right. And like I said, that I know those are just words, but it just. It was just right then, right at that moment. Don't treat me like an option. I was like, whoo. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't intentional. I promised. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. That's that a, good one. a good one. It's kind of like having Ray in this group right here. We can all say what we want. We yeah. can, we're close to Ray. We can talk to Ray, but he can push that button and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. That is very that true. Work, he'll just edit us out. Later. Yeah. <laughs> I have ways. <laughs> right. <laughs> Crap. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't put in the bleep button yet. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's that one. Button. Yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Ray. <laughs> I don't care who you are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh-huh. Uh, I just I felt like we needed, you know, because we do. We come to church, and, and this is, you know, like you said, I, I've been a Christian for quite a while now. And, oh, man, um, this summer will be 20 years. Uh, since I started my relationship with God, and uh, and for the longest time it was just kind of, you know, what God God is someone that's there when I need Him, right? That's kind of the way. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the way most of us probably were for the longest time. Was God's there when mm-hmm. we need Him? Mm-hmm. He's a rabbit's foot. God, God's the big guy in the sky. He's the genie. Whatever mm-hmm. you know. But then when, when I really started wanting that relationship to deepen with him, I really started thinking about who really is God. You know, and I, and I think that when we when we get to that point in wanting that understanding of who really is God, um, our our walk with Christ just gets deeper and stronger. Oh, it does. You know, and and that, and I think that is really once you hit that point, that's that foundation that now you can build everything off of, right? Because one thing I like to say is is that you 
you get into a relationship with Jesus. And if I if I think about my earthly father, I wanted to spend time with him. Right? I wanted to deepen that relationship. I wanted to spend time with him. And so why is it any different if I'm going to say God is my father? Right. Why is that any different? And and so I think for us that was what I wanted was for us to come back to this place of Back to the basics, mm-hmm. keeping it simple, understanding. And then now we can go and mushroom out from that. Well, sometimes we have to do that, right? Yeah. Sometimes we yeah. have to go back to the basics. Yeah. And even like we play pickleball and like Daniel wants to slam the ball. I want to smash but I'm it. like, Daniel, just get the ball over the net. Just just, just get it. it over the net. Mm-hmm. Right. And we got to do that in our Christian walk a lot. We have to sometimes go back to the basics. And get our foundation built up even more and then start going and building on top of that. And I got to do it all the time, too. Like I do. And, and in everyday life, sometimes I got to go back to the basics. Raising kids, sometimes I had to go back to the basics. Oh. And like you bring that up in a good point, you know, as an earthly father, like as me being a father, I want I want a relationship with my kids. Mm-hmm. I want to be there for them. And, you know, that's how God is for us. Right. And, you know, sometimes right now, like we just had a discussion last night, Randy, and right now my position as a father is a father, not a friend. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll be friends when you are married and have your own family or, you know, you're old enough and you're on your own. Now we can be friends. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. And I think God does that with us as well with our different walks in our Christian life. Right. You know, I'm going to be your parent right now because you keep messing up. Mm -hmm. And now later, when you learn from that, then we'll build on our relationship. And now I'll be more of your friend. Mm -hmm. Right. You're more of your father. And I think that's what happens with our Christian walk as well. Yeah. 100 percent. And we'll be able to reap those benefits later. Right. Whenever they call back and say, Dad, I need your help. Right. Well, and that's a, that's the same thing with my, probably your relationships or your, I don't know, but like my relationship with my dad now is way better than it ever has been. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because now we're like friends and now we talk and now we, you know, we discuss things and, you know, I, later in life, now we have a great relationship. Yeah. yeah. But now me growing up, it was button heads all the time and because he's the authority of the house. Yeah. My dad right? doesn't know what he's doing. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. now, now I deal with that with my own kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ray, what was we going over Sunday night? That would be a good uh, verse. Uh, put the childish things away. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, doing... Paul in First Corinthians. Yeah. With the verse. Yeah, when, yeah. when I was a child, I thought like a child, acted yes. like a child. Yeah. But yeah. when mm-hmm. I became an adult, I put the childish things away. So, yeah. I mean, that just I mean, goes right in line with God's purpose. It does. Yeah. yeah. And, he's, and he puts that, too. Because the thing we got to remember is where he's putting that is right in the middle of the chapter talking about love. Mm. Because he's talking about also, I think it's important to take in a different type of love, right? Because yeah. as we went, we went through, mm. you're putting away a childish type of love mm. for an adult type of love, which is a commitment. It is not a feeling, yep. right? Love is an action yep. when it's real love. Love, the, the, the agape love, as it was said there by by Paul, is the is a a decision to be completely devoted to a thing, mm-hmm. right? Not not just a oh I they love me so I'm loving them back or 
I think they're beautiful and that's why I love them or any other mm -hmm. reason. It is a, I love them unconditionally, no matter what, because I choose to. Right. And so, that is how we're called to love. That's a, how God loves us. That's a mm -hmm. God type of love. It's, it's the love of, of, you know, we talk about brotherly love and mm -hmm. no greater, greater love as a brother than to lay down his life. Right. And, and so we talk about that, but really even the phileo love is not a, like that's not the love that you would actually lay down your life. No, that's not a guy. Right? So when you go to that yeah. verse where it talks about no greater love is man than to lay down his life for another, mm -hmm. that is talking about the agape love. Yep. Because that is the only love that, that drives to that action. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I actually, I just, we talked about this on, on Sunday night too, because I, we know the part where Peter denies Jesus three times at before mm -hmm. the crucifixion. Mm -hmm. And then there's right before his ascension, there's the part on the shores of, of the Sea of Galilee where they're having their breakfast. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that was Peter's redemption because Jesus talks to him and says, Peter, do you love me? But now I'm reading and studying the love a little bit more. He says, Peter, do you agape me? And Peter says, I yeah, phileo, phileo you. you. He said, he's, he, he, Jesus is asking him, do you give all for me? And mm -hmm. he cannot respond with yes. He says, instead, I phileo you. And Jesus asks him twice, do you agape me? The third time he says, do you phileo me? And Peter responds, weeping, I phileo you. Because he realized still, he cannot bring himself to say agape until Pentecost. Yep. The Holy Spirit indwells him on Pentecost, and from then on, he's his agape. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we can't do it without God either. Right. We, can't. Right. we, we can't. cannot know that type of love mm -hmm. until we have accepted Christ, realized his love for us, because there's no way he would give us what he does. If he didn't love us that way, <laughs> right, he needs it. Right, no right. way. Yep. And then we can finally start. And I'm not saying I got it all figured out. I am starting to begin scratching the surface mm -hmm. of understanding what agape love means and what I'm supposed to do for not only my fellow Christians, not only my family, but for everybody. Right. Yeah. But I personally, I mean, I'm not going to speak for you guys or the rest of the world, but I really, uh, I think that is a dying art at the moment because. We can't get over ourselves in this world. Anymore. Right. It's, I agree with <laughs> you. Just on to that. sit there and say, I love you anymore. Everybody's stuck in Eros love Eros. of yeah. themselves, yeah. So, which is that. Yeah. It's, I mean, to say that out loud, that is a horrible, horrible thing. But that's the world we live in. And I mean, I think, I think the Bible tells us we're going that direction. So, yep. I mean, mm -hmm. that's nothing mm -hmm. new, you know, but still yet, if people would just realize it's not all about them, you know. It's about all of us and God at the center of it. Yep. You will find that love to come easier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just as, just as easy as you love your kids, your your wife, it will come that easy if you just took yourself away from all that and put God in the middle of it. Right. Right. And that God's love is is so amazing, and it's it's there for you always, and it's it's always been there to lift me up when I needed it. Right. And, and you never, you never even, like Randy said, you know, it's, 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 you don't even realize it's an option until all of a sudden it's, you realize that's the only thing holding you together. Mm -hmm. And, and you're like, oh, wow, just, I, I would be falling apart right now. I would, I would not be able to maintain and not be able to just get done what needs to get done if I didn't mm -hmm. know that God's got me, you know? That's, that's the, that parental type of that side of the love of God too, that, that what he is to us, right? Is 
he will be there to hold you, to to comfort you, to in your darkest times. Mm-hmm. He's he's always there. What's funny is that he um y'all can't see it sitting on that couch on that wall, but me, Derek, and Jed can is that picture that's right above y'all. For the Lord is good, and His love endures forever. You know, coming mm-hmm. from Psalms. Mm-hmm. Um, just a good reminder that no matter how much we fail, our Father, His love is going to endure for us mm-hmm. forever. Forever. You know, once you're His, it doesn't matter. It's <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not like. Oh, you messed up 99 times. See you later. Like, right. It says no man will be able to take you from yeah. his hands. Yeah. It says, yeah, it says he will never forsake his promises to you. Yeah. And he is he has promised that if you believe in him, you've got salvation. And yeah. we have that, that hope in those promises. We have that faith in those promises. That's, mm-hmm. and I think, I think they, this will fall in line. It says the times are heavy, but his arms are strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've always heard that he's, you know, we're weak, but he's strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah. I think Jesus loves me. I think we need to pay attention a little bit too, because if you go back and you look in the '90s, what were the Christians of the '90s warning us about was going to happen? And you look at it now, and it's happened. Yeah. And so, what are some of the Christians warning about that's going to happen next? And there's a lot of Christians out there who are like, no. They'll never stop us from getting together. They'll never, they'll never ban a, the Bible in certain places. Or they'll never do these different things. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Just wait and see. Just wait and see. Because I mean, I, I and I'm not advocating that we go out and fight in some crazy way against it. I mean, honestly, we know how it's going to go. As Randy was saying, we've read the but, end of the book. But we need to stand up. Yeah, so we yeah. stand. We don't bend yeah. down. We yeah. don't yes. bend down. Yeah. yeah, so we don't need to back down from all of this. No, because that's correct. I think, I think it's gone long enough, but mm-hmm. we've been backing down. Yep. Yep. We keep hearing generations are falling. Well, how about we just stop here and we just stand up and do it? You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm pointing my finger at myself too, guys. I'm not. I'm saying it out loud that. I think everything's fallen because Christians say they're Christians, but they're not strong enough to say it out loud. Yep, right. I think they're getting we're getting more backbone now, though, where there's a lot more people realizing how many of us are out there, mm-hmm. and that they they purposely want us to feel like a minority. They want us to feel like that we don't actually have control of things, even though I think I, we do. Mm-hmm. Right there, this is a Christian-founded nation yep. that we are in, a Christian republic. Right. I actually heard, and I don't want to get too political on it, but, you know, we got to remind people of that, 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 you know, they say, oh, our democracy. Well, yeah, because they want something different than what we actually have. Mm-hmm. Right. We have a republic. They want a democracy, and that's not what we want. That's not right. what we have. Yep. But it was founded by Christians. It was founded by men who believed in God, believed in God given rights. And you, really, you read that Constitution, it doesn't say that this document gives you those rights. That document protects the rights. That are given to you by God, and I, if if nobody does nothing, they'll figure out a way to scrub that out of there too. Mm-hmm. That'll be gone out of there before we know it. Yep. You know, before the end of our lives, probably. But the but that old saying where it says, uh, if you're doing something right for God, you know, Satan's attacking you pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if we're being a minority, they know we're still strong because they're still trying to attack us. So mm-hmm. we're still poking them as well. Mm-hmm. 
So I agree. Yeah, I'm not saying we're all just lying down. I'm saying I think it's slacked long enough. I think we need to turn. We need to start standing up. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just stand up for what we believe in. Don't compromise on our on our Christian morals. Don't. You know what the Bible says is what the Bible says, and we can stand up for that, and we can believe in that, and we can preach that, we can share that with others. And if other people have different opinions, that's up to them. That is, they they are allowed to do that. That is, exa- we wipe the dust off our feet and we move on. Mm-hmm. You know, that's we're not called to browbeat people into believing the same things we are. We're right. not called to force people to be Christians. Yep. We're called to share the gospel with people. And if again, we have to remember those people who don't listen. Well, the Bible says we don't throw our pearls before swine, so we just move on. <laughs> but we ought, we ought to get over the fear of being rejected because yep. it's nothing new that they're rejecting us now. It's in the Bible they rejected Jesus straight to his face. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's nothing there's nothing to sit here and say we're more special than Jesus. I mean, it's the same times just or same situation, different times. Yep, right. That's about it. Yep. So well, that's I, where I had to get in the mindset that they're not rejecting me. Exactly. You know, they're not. Like, they're rejecting the Like, messages. all I'm doing is I'm being the tool and the instrument that I'm called to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? So they're not rejecting me. They're, yep. they're rejecting the one who sent me. Yep. Yep. So. And just get together with a group of guys or, or girls or guys and girls, <laughs> whatever's going on, <laughs> but get together with some other Christians. And you can, you can do things together mm-hmm. so much more powerfully mm-hmm. than you can individually. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just gotta keep working so, on that. Good stuff. No, that was a good question. I hit the, I hit the chair. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> it was, it, ding, it, that wasn't one of my buttons. <laughs> I want some mine. That was a good question, Dan. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we'd love to. Hear I just from, wanted to get us kind of because sometimes we forget about that. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, and I'd yeah, love to hear from some of the listeners too. If you guys had any thoughts yeah. or anything you want us to talk, you know, mention next week or uh, in a couple weeks. You know, send us some comments about what God, who God is to you, or mm-hmm. uh, what God is to you, or what He does for you. You know, what what has He done for you that has shaped the want to get deeper in that relationship? Right off the bat, the first thing He did was save my marriage. I mean, really did, really did, um, and from there. It was just as I studied it and came at it with, you know, my, I always want to just dig deep into things. So I started looking at the actual, the history of, of what, what do we have? Where is it from? When did they find it? What does it say? How many copies do we have? Um, you know, what is the verification process? And mm-hmm. because you quickly find that that is all glossed over and like, I had no idea how deep you can go down that rabbit hole and find out how solid the foundation of the Bible is, how solid what we know. It, there is no other book anywhere even close to as old. There's books that are only a few hundred years old that we have less firm understanding of whether it was actually written by the person we think it was written by than we have of the Bible. Yeah. Right? There's no other book that has as much evidence, pure, data. Pure evidence. Pure mm-hmm. evidence, not just made up evidence. Right. Real, where, like, pure if, evidence. If you look at the data, it says that like the Bible is ninety nine point five percent accurate because they can't give it the yeah. point five, which the Bible is a hundred percent accurate. That's, right, that's correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, history is pointing to what Scripture said. They they are uncovering things over in the Middle East. They are uncovering things over 
in that area of where place things in scripture took place and they're like they keep finding a new this yep. is yep. you know in, in medical sciences is pointing to things in scripture and so it's like yep. it, it is a hundred percent but they can't say it's a hundred percent accurate well you yeah Sci- scientists never would that's right. the thing any scientist worth his salt is almost never going to give you a hundred percent right right I mean, theoretical stuff, you can maybe get to 100%. But when you're talking real-world application of anything, it's never 100%. So, yeah, 99.5, and that's the funny thing, is they'll throw that out and be like, well, yeah, but it's only 99.5. But to any actual scientist, they're like, that's as good as gold. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you go to science, 99.5, that is a high... Yeah, that's gold standard. I mean, you're good. You're good. That that passes the theory test. It's no longer a theory, it's a fact. You You could start building on that at that point. And so that's one of the things that made me dive into it. Once I understood, once I built that foundation, that base for myself, that that I can stand on this. I have 100% faith that I can stand on it now because I just needed that. That was me. Some people don't need that. And I'm not saying that I'm better because actually probably worse because I need it. I would think I would be a considered a weaker brother according to the Bible because I needed that to understand it. Where there's other people who are just like, no, this is the word of God. And I believe this is the word of God yep. with all my bones. That's me. I did all this research and stuff just yeah. not because I was trying to disprove it, but I just, right. I'm interested in that. I wanted mm-hmm. to know. And then yeah. that's still why I love... I love, you know, when I'm reading and I get a little tripped up on a part or I get fascinated by a part, I hit the concordance and I start looking at what it says in Greek mm-hmm. and I start looking at what Strong says and I start looking at other translations and I can't help myself. I just nerd out and go down a <laughs> rabbit hole. Next thing you know, I'm like, what chapter was I in before? I don't even remember where I came from. And he finally figured out the meaning of one word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, exactly. The, <laughs> the. But I think it is in, in there. You guys can tell me i'm wrong or whatever but i think it's in the bible that you sit here and question things just so it is your knowledge and you can be able to sit here and prove that what is what is true and what is factual Mm -hmm. doesn't paul say work out your salvation for yourself yep and there's actually i I can't remember the the verse because it was one of the first ones i wrote down i tried to memorize it was carrying around for a while but it was one of my early ones i wanted to memorize because actually the bible even says that god God rejoices in those who study his works. That means everything. Mm-hmm. That's science. Scientists. God rejoices in scientists studying his works. Mm-hmm. But people take it too far and want to be God. After That's that. different. Right. That's yeah. different. Right. <laughs> but, but you're right. But there's no, I, I am of the ilk, there's no harm in understanding it. Exactly. Right? There's no harm. I, I find it fascinating. And I actually use this verse with my daughter too, and, you know, with her schoolwork stuff. It's like God glorifies you for studying math and science and reading and all this stuff he wants you to know these things right because there are i know there are some people out there who are maybe pretty fundamentalist christians who be like all you need is the bible you don't need none of this arithmetics and all that stuff (laughs) it's from the devil well, if you but, didn't understand that, then you wouldn't be able to understand parts of the Bible. That's true. And, <laughs> well, and, and here's again, what here's what Paul says. Paul says in Philippians two, you know, to the church of Philippi, uh, verse twelve. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to work for His good pleasure. Do all things without grumbling. Or disputing. Ooh, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. <laughs> that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you 
shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the world of life, so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. And so Paul is writing to them, to the church of Philippi, that they're going to be lights to the world because that's what we are as Christians. And so for us to truly shine the light that we need to shine, we kind of have to work out that salvation. Like we, and, and that's not saying, Paul's not saying that you work for salvation, right? Nope. What Paul's yep. saying is that you, you accept that, that gift of grace of salvation, you enter into that relationship, and then from there you work out what does that mean for you? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's what this is, yep. right? That question of who is God to you, that's kind of us trying to understand and work out, oh, my pitch just got higher. Wow. Uh, sorry, that like got me. Um, but this is us working out what our salvation is mm-hmm. to us, right? Yep. Because if we don't understand who God is, then we don't, how can we work out our own salvation? If if it is that we have to do a bunch of research like Ray does, you know, to, to truly understand for us what it means to be a Christian, then that's great. Go for it. If you follow blindly like a pig at the back of the, back of the pack, just following along with the rest of the pigs, then go ahead, follow along, you know? Like you, you do what you got to do to understand what God did for you. Mm-hmm. And you'll still never fully understand it, no, no. matter which way yeah, you go. Matter, so, yeah. so that also means don't be lazy in your Christianity. Don't because, be lazy. Because what I was getting from all this, too, is people are lazy. They sit here and watch the TV or their phones or the computers, and they'll sit there and take that as factual because that's physical right in front of them. We can sit on TikTok. But they can't, yeah, but they can't look at that Bible and research enough of that to call it good. Mm-hmm. But what's physical in front of them, they don't have to read it. Well, that's what, that's what it says, too, and that's what we, we, we discuss all the time, that, that when you get off the milk and get on to the meat and potatoes, right? Yep. So we're off of the milk of God, of the Word, and we're getting more into the meat and potatoes where we're digging deeper. Mm-hmm. We're finding our – we're building our relationship stronger. And so – and that's where that is, where, you know, we watch – Facebook, TikTok, whatever, all the social media crap. Um, and that they, 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 somebody says something and goes, Oh, that's the truth. Yeah. No, it's not. Right. No, it's not. I know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't even, I'll, that's perfect. Yeah. The only thing I have is Facebook and got to have it in Northwest Arkansas where you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. But other than that, I don't have any of the other stuff. I don't, I don't like it. Right. Yeah, I know. I, I'm spoiled because my, uh, my wife actually, she just filters some stuff out for me. I usually get like, you know, five or ten posts from her. She just sends them over to me. It's just the funny ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have to scroll through the rest. I'd, I'd, get, I'd get lost in it when I do. It happens sometimes when I'm just bored. I got nothing to do. And I'll pull out the phone and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, go look at some funny memes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next thing you know, you're like, 45 minutes went by. Yeah. Right? And you didn't do nothing. Like, well, there was that's nothing not because Facebook Marketplace is the devil. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Cause I could be on that the like all day. On Facebook Marketplace? <laughs> or, no, no. Just We're kidding, gonna get cut. You're just like Facebook's not gonna let us share anything on it now. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. No, and, and that's lot, the thing Derek. is like, so from a I could be on that for hours, just looking at stuff yeah. for sale. That's all it is. I'm like, from, oh yeah. Oh, where'd my time go? Well, yeah. from from a four wheeler for sale and yeah, Neo show. <laughs> from a ministry standpoint, you know. Social media, like I have it, and and I've even been like, oh, I want to get rid of it, da da da, because 
of the time I spend on it and whatever. That's good. You're young. And and the thing is, social media is not a bad thing, right? Think about the way we all grew up, and and, and growing up was we went to visit, right? Mm-hmm. Church had visitation. You went out and visited. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's not our society anymore. Our society now has turned to social media, mm-hmm. right? Ray, how did you find us? Yeah, through social media, yeah, right? We, through we, the media. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so it can be used for good. Yes. If you're willing to, to do that. And, mm-hmm. and, and your so, heart's in the right place. And your heart's in the right place. And that was <laughs> right. like, for me, it was always, I'm going to delete Facebook. And then I was like, wait, but I, I run the church account. And it was, the, I mean, I did it at Bradley. I do it here. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, I can't delete it because I have to run the church account. And that was my mindset was because I have to do this. I can't get rid of it. And God said, no. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. Use it as a tool for good. For good. You know, and so yes. that's where that's where I'm like, do I like social media? I'm not a huge fan of it. I can live life without it. I yeah. mean, we did. Yeah, we did. But is it a good tool to get the gospel out there in hopes that we can draw some to Christ oh, yeah. in that way, right? Because right. Paul had to become all things to all people. But a so lot of things some. can be good. Oh, absolutely. Right? There's a lot of things. You right. know, hey, yeah. Like a Ford can be good. Um, uh, no, I was going to say, like a Ford yeah, Mustang like that goes 130. Okay. okay. Our yeah. podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our ambulances that's, were Ford. <laughs> that's well, the Chevy guy that are parked underneath <laughs> the cover, you know. I think it also it no, helps people not. connect, too, though, yeah. even with other Christians. It does. Even not directly, cause, but we can't always do that in the same way. Right. And, and you, can, you can see how many people are sharing these posts. How many yeah. people are, there's some really good, funny Christian memers out there right now. Oh, some really ones, great yeah. stuff. And you see how many people comment on them and how many they're shared and how many people are seeing them. That's yeah. just encouraging to see, you know, it really is. Yeah. And, and during the height of COVID social media was a way for us to stream services for people that couldn't be here. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what has happened is people have taken that and said, Oh, I'm a part of the church because I watch it on my phone or I watch it on TV. So I don't have to go, but doesn't scripture also tell us don't forsake yourselves mm-hmm. and the, the gathering of the together, saints. Right. Yep. yep. And so, so that's where also social media can be bad is when people use it for that purpose. Well, I mean, everything can be, I mean, we yeah. can bring it back to TV. We can bring it back to whatever electronics. We people, can bring it back to anything. I people mean, have used well, the I mean, Bible you, yeah, I mean, for you, evil. Right. Right. <laughs> it's, the yeah. Bible has been used for evil yeah. before. So I, I think the word we're looking for is being disciplined. Yes. In all mm-hmm. this. Right. Yep. And I keep reading this one here. So I'm going to just throw it out. It says the purpose of God's discipline is not to punish us, but to transform us. Mm-hmm. So I believe in that fact that he was saying, Discipline yourself on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. Discipline yourself on the TV. But also, if you can use it in his will, his way, do it. Yeah, and that's what right. I always yeah. bring up in discipline, too. That's what I tell my kids. Yep. You know, and when you're disciplined enough to do something you don't want to do, yep. right? That's what discipline is for me. Right. And that's mm-hmm. why I keep saying to myself, I want to be disciplined on going to the gym. I want to be disciplined on eating right. I want to be disciplined in reading the Word. I want to be disciplined. And it's doing something that I don't want to do at the time. Right. right. That's being yep. disciplined. I was actually right. just talking to this, uh, talking about that with Harmony yesterday. I was saying that, you know, it's doing everything unto the Lord. It doesn't matter who you're doing it for. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you don't like what you're doing, if you don't like the person you're doing it for. 
doesn't matter. You do it to God. If you do it unto the Lord, it doesn't matter what the outcome is. It doesn't matter what Mm -hmm. it is. You are doing the right thing at that point. And that comes to, uh, we were even talking about your homework. Again, you do your homework when you're working on your math problems, when you're working out, Mm -hmm. when you're working at work, no matter what you are doing. If you are doing it at the best of your ability because you are doing it to honor God, because he gave you the ability, mm-hmm. you will then you will succeed. You will succeed at what God needs you to. Right. When I change my mindset for things, um, especially working, to do it as unto the Lord, it was no longer I have to, but it was I get to go do this. Now, right. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, like, for the longest, it was like, oh, I have to go teach. I have to go, I have to go work now, you know, especially at the sheriff's office towards mm-hmm. the end. It was, oh, I have to go do this. I have to be there. Mm-hmm. overnight like but then once it was do it unto the lord oh i i get to go do this like this is an opportunity for me for good to share the gospel like i get to go mm-hmm. you so, know so let me ask this question here between what's the difference between obedience and discipline in this situation You got so there is things God's going to ask you to do, right? He's got things He wants you to do. Mm-hmm. Obedience, things that you must do for Him. I think that's the one we fail at the most. <laughs> when I think that's what obedience is, right? Yeah, is doing something for somebody else, right? Right, right. Obedience is I'm obedient to God because I don't want to disappoint God. Right. Discipline is I don't want to disappoint myself. Right. There's the and I mean an extension God with that too, but yeah, I was yeah that, I'd go right with that. Where right. your discipline is, you are not necessarily doing what God's asked you to do, right. but whatever you're doing, you're making sure that it's following the rules. Yep. it's following the guidelines of what you know God has asked you to do. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think that's being obedient. Yeah, right. Right. I think that's you know, and we it says a lot of things in the Bible that we need to be obedient on. Yep. And, and it's that okay. is disappointing God if we're not. And it's okay if we fail. Right. Because we will. We will. I, I think we they will. both go hand in hand. That's though. what I was going to say. I think it's a hand in hand thing. Yeah. Because I, th- I, I don't think you can have discipline, discipline without obedience, and I don't mm-hmm. think you can have obedience without discipline. Mm-hmm. I think. I, y'all have different thoughts. You tell me. But I think you have to have both mindsets of both just to be able to either not disappoint yourself or God. Yeah. To be disciplined in that area, to be obedient to whatever situation mm-hmm. you have to deal with. Yep. Yep. Because if you're being obedient to God, you're going to have to do things you probably don't want to do. Right. Right. You're not comfortable doing or you don't think mm-hmm. you're prepared for. Right. Right. And of course, when you're being disciplined, you are obeying God because he says, I need you to be disciplined. <laughs> right. I need you to be meek. Yeah. That's exactly yep. what meek yep. means. Yeah. I need you to be disciplined. I don't know where that came from. I was just sitting here going, man, it just sounds the same to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that and is it, a good. It's, it's similar, but it's also different, like yeah. you were saying. But it's like almost on the even playing field of that. Well, right. and it's like you go to the doctor, and the doctor says, "Hey, you've got to quit eating this. You've got to start working out mm-hmm. to lower your cholesterol." Right? Then you go get a second opinion. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I find a new doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so to be obedient. To what the doctor's saying, then you have to become disciplined, mm-hmm. right? Right. God's calling us to do certain things, so now we've got to be disciplined into walking into that, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, yeah, I think, and I don't think, I think you they can do, do that go. without the Holy Spirit. No, no, you no, can't. no, no, because no, no. you ain't gonna convict yourself. Of no, promise you. no, and you that ain't was gonna do it. no, like because there's nothing wrong with me. 
Yeah. Right. Right. That's what we say. To, that's what we say to ourselves. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with me. We all say it. I'm better than everybody else. That's for darn sure. I got Crystal on speakerphone. You say that again. (laughs) She says I'm almost perfect. Come on, give it your best shot. Yeah. Yeah. But that was like when I started running, you know. Take a moment. Now I lost my train of thought. Yeah, running. Yep, running. Okay, I lost my train of thought. I do that too. too too. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I ran too far. When I think about running, I forget everything. (laughs) (laughs) Run your race. Yeah, but I think going back to the father situation too. You, we're being fathers. I think you have to be obedient and disciplined to do both. Mm -hmm. And like you said, we're obedient and disciplined with God. If we're not disciplined enough to discipline our kids, to show them what discipline is, but we also have to be obedient to the Bible to teach us how to deal with kids. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's always a good example from the Bible, no matter what, in which way we go. I mean, I think we talked about that Sunday morning. I was like, we, it's funny how, it's not funny. I'm just saying it's, awesome how any situation in the Bible, God will give us the example before he expects us to do it. So in that fact, it's one of those deals that I think I brought up a boss will tell you how to do it, but never show you how to do it where God gave you the example and then told you to do it. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a leader. Yep. That's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, as I, I, in that fact, that's, I mean, Jesus had to be disciplined. And obedient. Mm-hmm. What makes us special? We don't have to. Be, right. You know. Right. I remember my train of thought now. You're welcome. You, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Because oh. you because you'd mentioned something about the Holy Spirit, right? We can't do it without the Holy Spirit, right? Which is accurate. And and so, like when I started running, I had to have somebody call me out daily, like. Hey, we're going to run today. Like, hey, we're going to run today. Hey, where, we're going to run today. Where was Derek and I and on that, that situation? We would have loved to called you out. <laughs> I, I know y'all would have. <laughs> I would have loved it. And, and that yeah, was the other guy goes running with him. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They, they, they <laughs> said we we are going to run today. No, you said. Um, and, and that was you know, and and I was like, I really don't want to go go run. I don't care. You're training for a half marathon eventually. We're going to run today, right? And and that's where it was. I had to be obedient to what I wanted to do to then become disciplined. And it came from somebody else calling me out. Right. And for us to grow in our discipline and, and obedience to God, it comes from the Holy spirit convicting us and mm-hmm. calling us out yeah. on things. And I so that's that. where that yep. connection was for me was my running coach that I first had. If it wasn't for her saying, Hey, you're kind of slow. You suck. Let's go. Like, you know, like it was that calling out you had to, to get build a coach myself. For that. We could have told you that. I know. I know. Where's your coach now? Yeah. I didn't pay her. We, <laughs> still still we running work high. For free. Y'all would like what we say. Y'all would have chased me in like the trucks and the side by sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too and, slow. And <laughs> throw stuff at me. Why are you always complaining? <laughs> <laughs> but what was that scripture you said while well, ago about grumbling? I didn't, I'm not doing it with grumbling. I'm not grumbling about it. I'm just stating facts of what y'all would do. And then what'd you say? What, what's the difference between a leader and a boss? Yeah. <laughs> y'all are being bosses. Right. Is what y'all are doing. Hey, hey. You gotta We're watch out there with you, even on the I'm, side. I'm, side, I'm showing you how to run. Oh, yeah. 
Got to watch out for I've that grumbling. I've already been there though. and done that. I'm not doing it again. Yeah, we're retired. <laughs> I joined the NRA, man. <laughs> Never run again. Never <laughs> run again. Well, don't you remember those shirts? We could, if you see me running, yeah, you know there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I see Randy running, I'm going to start too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I see myself running, I'm asking my why. <laughs> I just said everybody to stand if, up and fight. Wait, 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 I'm running. If, wait. if I see Randy running, I'll just walk faster. I'll be all right. Be all right. Yeah, my run is probably your all's walk. It's all right. I just got to be faster than the slowest guy. Exactly. Are we there right. yet? Exactly right. Yeah. So, Jed, do you have any questions or comments on all this? No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Oh. Man, we must have nailed I it. Gotta <laughs> I got a sir. No, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to backtrack a little bit back in the middle of this, but Randy mentioned something about, you know, and Ray both about we might, you know, the time's coming where we might not be able to meet. We might not be able to sit here and make this podcast and go out. And it's, it's coming. I agree with that. But it started years ago because schools were kind of run by the churches. We kind of took care of our communities and our needy people that mm. need things through the church. The church has lost power all the way through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just a gradual thing, and it's not that long ago. And another thing is when on Randy's deal, you know, we people are self-centered, love thyself. In our, like in my business, machinery traders, auctioneers, and stuff in that little group that we've got, we're a very small group of people. One thing. And I think Derek's probably heard it being around, but there's my group. We always said it, it takes all of us to make this work. We, we don't try to make, get a, get the last dollar out of everything. We share, we, we take care of each other Mm -hmm. and we are losing that. Yeah, yeah. Even a little, even less and less in in the church itself. Yeah. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. in some churches, you know, and I know some are worse than others. Um, there's a lot more connected connectedness in this church than I've yeah. felt in some of the couple other churches I've been to, and I haven't been to a ton, so I'm not I'm trying to say I've been some exhaustive study, but you just, I've we've I've, I have praised the Lord for this church that I found because the people here are connected in a way that I, I think it, we should be. And we're, I don't even mm-hmm. think we're great at it. I think we could do better. There's but, no perfect. Right. So, right. Yeah. But still we are working together in ways we are fellowshipping together quite a lot. Like there's just, the, you know, not everybody comes and we get it. You're never going to get everybody, but let's nope. get as many people not as seven we days can. a week. Yeah. <laughs> but let's get as many people as we can. Not seven days a week, but even, even two, three, four days a week, you know, uh, we've talked about it before. I know sometimes like, Oh, not again, again, mm-hmm. again, but usually by the time we get here and we start doing stuff, I never regret it. I've never been like gone home and been like, man, I wish I wouldn't have gone. 
right? I've, I've never thought that, not once. It's it's like, you know, we were even joking about it last night when they can't, because of the bad weather, canceled pickleball. I was like, ah, I'm still going to go up there anyway, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I was just, you know, planning on it. I, I was th- thinking about it. There's you know? actually, there was actually more people planning on coming too. Yeah. People had never been really? there. Yeah. Should have just mm-hmm. said, doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's all good. It's all good, though. Those but, things will yeah. happen, but we'll have more of them. But that's that's the whole idea is that we need to have more of that connectedness. We need to encourage each other more, help each other more. Mm-hmm. Then that the the reason we've lost power is because it used to be one of the things you wouldn't even consider electing somebody if they weren't a Christian. Right. right. If they weren't right. respected in the church, mm-hmm. they weren't even on the ballot to begin with. And now that's not even that that's almost a, starting to turn into a negative mark. Oh, they're a Christian. Well, may, for some people, that's actually a count against you now, mm-hmm. where it used to be, you know, a requirement practically. But going to what Derek said about being here seven days a week, <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. But it goes back to the discipline part. Are you just sitting at home and sitting watching TV right? and not being here? Or are you out in the world doing something that needs to be done and glorifying God at the same time? Right. Right. And right. Because I'm not he here. He might not want you here. He might want you out there. Yep. 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 Well, actually, he does. I guarantee yeah. you. He does. He does. Yeah. Because yep. there's more to do outside the four walls. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. We should be in the four walls when we have that opportunity, but he can send us out real easy without us knowing that that's the, the reason. The church in the book of Acts, the church was there to equip mm-hmm. the believers to go out. And so if all we do is come and get equipped, we become fat Christians. Mm-hmm. And never, we're never, never going, going out. out to <laughs> we're never going out to work <laughs> to do what God's called us to do. Yep. You know. Yeah, and sometimes, so, yeah, sometimes churches get that way. And so, yeah, there's a lot of churches that have a lot of, of those people. Mm-hmm. Pew sitters, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Spiritual streakers, right? That's right. what you call just them. Just wearing their helmet of salvation, that's <laughs> um, all they got. I'm everybody's a, doing it. I'm just going to call them, <laughs> I'm going to call them fat Christians. Just fat Christians, yeah, yeah. With a P. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not with a P. But, the B. If well, I knew who that offended was, I still probably wouldn't like her. But anyway. <laughs> no, <sure>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Paul says run the race. He Shut doesn't up, say Daniel. sit to eat the pizza. <laughs> run the race. He also says works of the body profit and little, but <laughs> right, right. Need your face. Let's keep going. <laughs> right. Who says that? I'm uh, pretty sure that was Paul too, but <laughs> I think that was Paul as well. What else you got? But, <laughs> what, what was that context? Yeah, what's the context there? Yep, yep. What's his context? But yeah, I mean, just like we were discussing, I mean, everything that we do in life, I think all you know, almost conversations on a daily basis bring God into it, and it happens in the auction. Mm-hmm. It happens at work. It happens. I mean, even like today, you know, we were we were splitting wood, getting ready for the snow apocalypse. <laughs> Say that again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he popped up because you're a teacher. But what we got on to God on that was that we were designed to work. Mm-hmm. We were. You know? Mm-hmm. It, now, when, you know, and it started from Adam and Eve, right? We're tend to the garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are designed to work, not to sit right and be lazy. Right. Right. Yep. So we're designed to work. And even just bringing that little conversation up into where we're chopping wood, 
we brought God into it, right? Yeah. God has designed us. And that's where um, one of the older guys that was there says, this is what keeps me going, right? Working. And there has to, you know, we, that's what we got. We came out of that conversation. It's like God designed us to do this. And the more that we work, you know, the longer, you know, hopefully we live, right? I mean, we, we do the exercise. We do the running. We do manual labor work. And there has something, there is a beneficial, there is a benefit to that because you can notice the people that are lazy and don't do anything, have illnesses, can't do this, have to have oxygen, you know, it does all of this above mm-hmm. where if you just brought in a little bit of diet and exercise, it goes a long way in your body because I mean, I've been dropping weight and I feel so much better. I have so much more energy and I can go all day now. Where before it was just like, I'm lazy. I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know? you're, so, you're right. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot to that. Yeah. But being in the word, you get that because there's a lot of people out there saying, well, there's a storm coming. God will take care of me and not go chop the wood. Even right. though in the Bible, it states, I will be with you. <laughs> That doesn't God mean gave I'm you gonna... the ability to chop the wood. God. Yes. I'm not going to do it for you. Exactly. Right. right. So right. it says you do not tempt God. Exactly. So you're, you're not going to sit there. Well, God's going to take care of me. I, I'm out of wood, but I'm pretty sure he'll have, you know, have a fire going all weekend. I'll pray about it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a difference between that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You, you, there's no growth from the Bible saying I don't need to be lazy anymore. Right. And versus. I, okay, he'll take care of me. No right, and even yeah. like Ray, I mean, we've had these conversations before. You know, when we get into the working out and where we can take it to the extreme, where we push God away mm-hmm. and we focus on ourselves again, mm-hmm. right? I want this body. I want to work out. And I'm going to dedicate myself three to four hours to the gym on a daily basis. Right. But I'm never in the word. Because I like, I, ne- I like how other people are saying it to right. me, or yeah. what other people right. are looking. I like the way I look in the mirror. Right. Yeah. But like, yep. you know, I'm, you know, we've had those conversations where you yeah. brought that up, and you're like, you know, you're right, right? I mean, you're you're absolutely right. We can take that to the extreme where the running, the working out, we can take it to ourselves again. Serving the church can be done to that. It can you, be you, the people who are can do seven days a week and mm-hmm. every single ministry and every single thing and. You got a question, is that, I mean, I'm not saying just because that doesn't, you know, there probably are some very devoted and devout people and all they got is time and that's what they want to do. That's awesome. But then there's also those people who are doing it for the show. Yeah, right. Doing it for themselves. For themselves. It's not for the benefit. And And like you do a lot too, Ray, and I I think I've made this comment to you, but now is the time that I'm going to make it right because I've learned more. And, you know, we always get this. If we do so much, we get burnt out. Yep. Right. We're not going to get burnt out because we have the Holy Spirit in us, mm-hmm. right? If we're doing God's will, yep. we ain't going to get burnt out. That right. is true. Mm-hmm. And so we bring that up all the time. And I think I've told you that, right? Is that like, man, you do a lot. I don't want to see you get burnt out. But you're doing God's will. Yeah. And you're not going to get burnt out. Yeah, that stuff Daniel, doesn't you're the same way. Like, you know, we're, we're yeah, I need to empty my plate. I need to do this. I need to do that. Right? But we are not going to get burnt out mm-hmm. if we're in God's will. Well, and, and some... being burnt out is ourselves right mm-hmm. yep. and sometimes in that when we say we need to empty our plate or we need to take an iron out of the fire mm-hmm. it's because that what we were doing was only meant for a season right right men's right. ministry yeah it wasn't going and i saw it needed so which is know, all, which is great let's get this going and then derek steps up hey man like 
you know, let me have it. Yeah, you know, let's do I, it. I'm willing to take it. Sweet. I I only needed to run it for a season. Someone mm-hmm. stepped up. Here you go. And Children's that, Church was the same way that I just handed off, right? Because yeah. it was something that was needed. And and God was like, do it. Now that season for me to do it is over. So I handed it over. And, and we do that. And we do and we have to do that in the church as well. I mean, we do this in everything, but we need to train the next generation yeah. and the next people coming up to take our replacements yeah. or to do this. Or we might yeah. have to be the person to start it. Yeah. But God wants this other person to run it. To, right. right? That's, that's where we also need to quit asking all the time and actually listen. 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 Yep. Because God will talk to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you'll let him. Yeah. And, and that's where we've got to get our pride out of the way. Right. Right. A lot of times when he talks to me, I just go, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And even it could be the simplest things. You know, even just sending that text out today yeah. was just driving and he yep. talking to you and you go, yes, sir. I'll go do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Where yeah. you have, you have, you, he sees the plan. He sees the future. Yep. He knows where he wants people. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. And, and you're right, Randy. We need to listen. And then when we do listen, we need to respond and be like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, yes, that sir. should be the only because response. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, you think, know what I, mean? I think the more you argue with God, you can tell you're not dying to yourself for it. Right. Right. So right. if you're sitting there going, I don't think that's what you want, God, mm-hmm. that's pretty much you saying you don't know what you're talking about, yeah. God, and yeah. you know you're going to get your legs cut off eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Ray, I just wanted to no, no, but come it's back a, it's to a you and really tell you that. Good point. It's a really good point because, yeah, if you're doing it, you will burn yourself out quickly, especially if you're doing it for yourself. Yep. Yep. If it's for your own gain, it's for your own good, mm-hmm. or, or you – you're forcing it if it will right but if right. it's for god you will be just find the energy you'll he'll give it to you mm-hmm. he'll supply you with it and uh it's it's amazing what he can do with that and just keep and it's one of the things that i've and i don't know why this popped into my head it was something somebody just said it came back to me that even in the last like six months I never th- did it before, but I've started adding into it. I literally now physically get on my knees and pray to God, mm-hmm. right? I, I just never, I, I didn't think you need to do that. And, and I don't think it necessarily, again, it's not something you are required to do. Yeah. I am doing it because I want to do it, Yeah. right? And I make sure I, I don't just do it on like hard concrete or nothing crazy. Like I got old knees already. I mean, I'm older than I look and my knees are shot, but... I still get down on my knees for when I'm when I want to have that quiet time and pray to God in that holy way for a little bit. I remember right? the times when I get on my knees, mm-hmm. but I don't remember every prayer mm-hmm. when I just don't get on my knees, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I do, I remember when I did, right? Yeah. Yep. And you don't have to. No, you but don't have to. No. God no, loves it when you do. Not. Yeah, you, you don't just, have to. Well, you're just giving extra action. honor. Your more, yeah. your your most vulnerability is on your knees, mm-hmm. right? And that is when you're showing God that you are most willing. I think most willing to just put it all out there, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, if you get into other other religions where they do it on a daily basis, yeah. Now it's just a routine. Now it doesn't routine. mean nothing it's to a them. Requirement, right? Yeah. It's a requirement. Now, when we do it out of the blue and we go, we feel the Holy Spirit conviction, yeah. we drop to our knees, now God knows and recognizes that. that yeah. knows the condition that of your heart. If you look in, yeah, because if you look in Scripture, that. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the prayer posture for some was standing. Mm-hmm. Yep. For some was kneeling, kneeling. on their knees, yep. you know. Yep. So, But that actually throws up the, the action of being honorable to God as well. Yeah. I mean, 
the praying, yes, he wants you to do that, mm-hmm. but the action of it as well is more is is a point of more honorable right, doing. Right, because you know he loves you for while you're praying in your car while driving, listening right. to music. He loves you a heck of a lot more when you're on your knees in quiet, alone, setting aside time to pray for mm-hmm. him. Not just mm-hmm. like, well, I can't hold my phone right now. So <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That last option deal. Yeah, yeah the last yeah, option the last deal. Option. Exactly. But a lot of good conversations do happen while you're driving. Because oh, no, a lot of times I turn the music off and I'm just in dead silence. Yep. And now it's just like my mind just. The, the, that the older I get, God. I understand why. Um, there was a guy in South Arkansas that, I, like, he was like a father figure to me. And any time in the truck, he never had the radio on. And the older I'm getting, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I get it. Like, yeah. like this was probably one of the most God fearing men I know. And now I know why, because mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. he didn't have the crap to distract him. Yeah, he was talking to God. Yeah, and I'm just like, yep. man. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I mean, we don't want to sit there and say all music. No, 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 no. no, 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 no sometimes like, I'll put but, the music on and be yeah, like, "Man, but, it's a great tune." But sometimes just to clarify it is. that we're not yeah, like, oh, sorry, don't listen no, to music. You're no, horrible. No, no, no because no. I, I, Jed knows I send him a lot of music. I quit doing Derek because he cries about it. But <laughs> there's a lot of songs it's that I send to, to you. Yeah, there's a lot of songs I send to you. We both have the same idea as soon as we hit. Yeah, boy, that that kind of hit home right there. Maybe you know. We'll listen to it again and it have a different meaning at one time, you know, and it's one of those things that you sit there and go, well, remember that time or we read this scripture, it kind of lines up with the, mm-hmm. the words we're sitting here, you know, and that sometimes that does make me want to turn the music off and talk to God. Right. Sometimes, you know, sometimes, the, yeah. you're sitting there driving, you're listening, oh yeah, that's good music and there's a good saying on there and you're like, yeah, let me think on that for a minute, you know. But sometimes that song you can sing as a prayer to God. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? exactly. I'm saying this. So I was uh, yeah. feeding today, and I did. I, like I don't Jesus know. Something just popped through on the music, and it caught me. I was like, I didn't even know the radio was on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Makes me think about the time I picked you and Derek up, took you to lunch that day. You hopped in the back of the farm truck. Uh-huh. <laughs> Riding in the farm truck. Mm-hmm. Good old farm truck. Good old remodels. Good old remodels. <laughs> and there's another one coming up, Daniel. Uh, tell me when. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good times. Good times. There were times had. I don't know if they were all good, but. Well, yeah. Are you no, grumbling it was... again? No. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Again. no, we're stating facts. Yeah. <laughs> no, they were good times. Anytime that I get to spend time with a, a brother in Christ is a good time. Well, you build a relationship. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you that right there. Nobody asked me the question. It was okay. all over that area. But <laughs> no. Are you grumbling? No, I'm just saying as far as the question of what we originally started with is who God is to us, I it also brings fellowship to me because mm-hmm. to mind, I should say, because in before you all got here, you could, I mean, you were here. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to do it. I don't, yeah. he, he pointed at me. I don't count guys. <laughs> no, I mean, you, were, saying, you, were, you were here. I was I'm here. Saying you can back me up but, on but this. But our, our relationship wasn't as strong no, then as it is I now. I didn't want to even be involved right. with anything. Right. You guys, Peer pressured me everything, but I'm no, <laughs> no, I'm saying there's a lot of things we're all active in now, and yeah. it took the fellowship of all of us to be together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, did I want that? I don't know. Did I ever have that? No. 
I like my comforts in my house and being a hermit, you know, but now it's like, I can't, I can't be away from my friends. Right. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Quit shutting me out. I want to go see you. No, you sure. even drive to see me. Man. <laughs> Jetty, you went too far, but I'll come see my best friend. All right. But I'm saying as far as the original question, I mean, fellowship comes to my mind is, yeah. is also through him, I mean, it's all of us, but I'm saying putting us together, I think, made me grow closer with you guys and God Yeah, definitely. through that. Because as far as wanting to do anything in the church, I was just to show up. I just, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, you came Sunday mornings yeah. and yeah, I don't even remember Wednesdays if y'all. And that's, yeah, I, I that's... quit after Chris left. So that's I, right. I was yeah. like, no, I'm done. I don't yeah. want to be. But now I do enjoy coming to church now enjoy seeing my buddies i don't i mean they don't have to be on sundays we see each other all during the week you know that's that iron sharpens iron thing. exactly yeah. it happens so, naturally it happens mm-hmm. just in interacting with each other in that way because we will hold each other accountable we will be there for each other to give each other strength we are and then also god is there too right i mean he is right. here in this room right now with and, us and some of that the reason why we long for that so much is because god uses other people to speak to us sometimes yeah. mm-hmm. you know so if we want to shut ourselves out and be the hermit crab and show up when we feel like we're expected to show up we're missing out on things that god has to say to us mm-hmm. through other people mm-hmm. and and you don't realize that because right. it's not something that you thought you wanted or thought you know oh this is what i want you know great yeah now it's like like we all say we show up to a podcast going, oh we're so tired by the end of it we're like i don't want to go home <laughs> yeah. my best friends, yeah. man. five uh, years ago randy wouldn't have done this yeah i would have told you all something different <laughs> <laughs> but no i don't speak any english <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? What was a podcast? I think that was my answer. What's a podcast? podcast? What was a bobcat? What's a bobcat? You want to put me on a microphone? Do you know who I am? We're still a little leery about that part. But but yeah, I think think that was one of the biggest things I was thinking after we had the conversation with the boss, or before the conversation, was the fellowship with me because I don't think I would have grown any just coming in on Sundays and just... Yeah, whatever. I'm here. Leave me alone again. You know, I did what I could while I was here, but I wouldn't make special trips to do stuff because it was, you know, wasn't convicted enough for it. I, I may have been. I just may have been just ignorant and just stubborn, I should say. Stubborn to listen to it. Right. But, I mean, if you only spent one hour a week with your wife, do you think you'd have a relationship with her? No. Not a strong one. Yeah. No. I mean. She, she'd leave me. I mean, like. <laughs> right. <laughs> One I mean, you, hour a week? Yeah. You'd still have a relationship, just yeah, not a strong it, relationship. Yeah. I don't know what right? it would be. <laughs> Maybe acquaintance yeah. at best. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's 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 the people. That, it's the same thing with your kids. Same thing with yeah. people. Yep. Yep. You, you, God is no different now. God is no different, and you should want to try to spend just as much time with him as you do with your with your kids and with your wife. Mm-hmm. And you can, the great part is you can spend time together. Yeah, yep. You don't have, you could be like, hey, let's do Bible study together, yep. right? You get your kids and your family involved in it, spend 15 minutes together, 20 minutes together, do a little bit of Bible study time with each other. Uh, they'll hate it at first, but they'll love it 
they'll love it the more you do it mm -hmm. they really do it and and my daughter just absolutely she looks forward to doing bible study time so because i mean if you look at the bible again we had the perfect example the disciples did not want to leave jesus at all mm -hmm. i mean as soon as they got together they were all you know what can we do for you lord mm -hmm. yeah i like the little story we had i say story the passage we had the other day about you know jesus washing peter's feet you know, mm -hmm. leave me alone you know i'd do that for you you know i can see both ways a preacher was preaching that you know shouldn't be that way but in the same sense it's a, a me i took it as respect to you know let me wash your feet mm -hmm. but we do miss our opportunities of learning if we're being that stubborn but i see both you know respect and you know okay wash my whole body you know so yep, yep. he but, goes oh you gotta wash my feet okay go ahead wash everything wash yeah. it all so i i think i think we had a perfect example there is with the disciples and jesus too i mean as far as us as well i mean we want to be together you know yeah. the fellowship and we're stronger with numbers exactly yes yeah. corded three strands it's not quickly broken mm-hmm Mm -hmm. And and I was telling Derek the other day, I said, the more we're, well, I, to put it into a perspective, the more we're stronger, the more we're all together, they're asking us to do more things around here now instead mm -hmm. of when we ask to do something, it's, no, that's what we do. Don't, you know, don't worry about it. So they're, they're seeing us being stronger together too. So then now it's, hey, can you guys do this with the church and help mm -hmm. with it more instead of just, this is just somebody's job right here. They don't want help, you know. So, I mean. What is it? Some of them call us their big guys. Yeah, <laughs> there's my big guys. <laughs> so it's it's not just us, like sitting here going, "Oh, I got to be together." Everybody's seeing that through us. So I mean, that's a that's a God thing, not us. I'm just no, saying. yeah, it's, it's a God it's, thing. Yeah, that's true. So as far as that, I mean, I think fellowship hit pretty good with me answering your question. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Or who's ever question? I mean, who wants to take <laughs> take point on that? <laughs> No, yeah, that's very important, though. Very important. Because you can't have that without a relationship with God. I mean, mm -hmm. you got to so have, 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 have a fellowship to have a relationship. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to know that unless you're in the Word with Him, too. Because, yeah. I mean, you, we can be buddies and hang out, but that's not going to be what we have, I don't think. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep, we want to make make disciples first. Yep. And then... And we can be friends, make friends with the disciples that mm -hmm. we make. <laughs> when, when you grow up, we can be friends, right? Yeah, Eric, right. Is that what you said? <laughs> yep. I'm still working on. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> when you moved out of the house, now we can be friends. Yeah. But you get it. You get a recharging from that fellowship too, because yeah. I, the, the, oh, you do. the world mm -hmm. is draining. Oh yeah. The being out in the world, being out in the the lost, being out in Turn that the news on environment. I know it is <laughs> so draining and. For those, if anybody's out there is feeling drained and you're not going to church, go to church. It'll help. Yeah. <laughs> get to a church. You might not like it start, first, yeah, at first. Start yeah. reading the Bible. Go to a church. Get in a Bible study. Make some friends. If you don't like those people, there's more churches. There's so many churches. Go to a different church. <laughs> yep. Because we don't get hung up on the minutia, right? There's that. The what? The, the minutia. The there's little tiny word. details. Right? Oh, okay. You're going to find like, one church might be like, oh, we, we don't believe in drums. Well, if that's the close church, maybe you'd be all right there. Right. Or, I mean, you'll, you're going to, there's all these little tiny things that have nothing to do with doctrine, nothing to do with actual salvation. No, just traditions. That are just traditions. traditions. Yeah. That people cling to and it's okay. And there's, and 
you really just need to find good Christians, people who read the Bible, people who believe the Bible, yep. people who, who preach Jesus. And the other stuff can sort itself out later, mm -hmm. right? You can you want, yeah. once you got that other part down, then you can start worrying about yeah. the other pieces, you know. But I, I think with our conversation we had the other day, I think we want to. I want to put that point out there is, I think you need to start with that foundation first. You need to talk with God, pray, get that foundation working, yeah, and then ask the Holy Spirit to convict you if to this help lead you, not, mm -hmm. yep. yeah, if. If I'm going to this church, Lord, let it be that I need to be here. You know, convict me of if somebody says something that's not of your will. Let, let me not be here. You know. Yep. I, I think we need to start with that good foundation of be able to ask the Lord's uh, in your heart, basically starting out, and then be convicted in what His will going going forward from that mm -hmm. point. Because I, I think my point the other day was we just say go to a church. If you go there, you may be going for the wrong reasons. Yep. yep. Maybe going right. to the wrong church. You may be going this way, and you can be very convinced of one way or the other, and it may be the wrong way. But you still think I'm going to church, so I'm good. You know. So we need to we need to make sure we have a good foundation. Could do it with intention. Do yep. it with the right. Do it with the you know again. Read the Bible with the Holy Spirit behind you. Yep. And, and leading you. Not because Ray told you to go to church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because obviously, obviously God has put it in you that you need that. Right. Mm -hmm. So you need to trust in God to mm -hmm. say, if this is your will, then I need to yeah, be. Yeah, he puts desires. So, yep. Sometimes Obedience going. Obedience and discipline. Dis yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sometimes that's going in the wrong intentions is when God will get our attention the best. I mean, I went to church camp for a girl. Right. Well, we all did. And God, God spoke, <laughs> but that's where, but that's where God said, "Hey, <laughs> you're not, did. you're not a child of mine." You know, that's where I realized that I needed His grace and salvation. So I went to camp for the wrong reason, but I came mm -hmm. back. You know, it may not have been the wrong reason. There might have been a well, seed planted at some point. You yeah. went there for distractions. I went there for distractions. <laughs> but but there might have been a seed been yeah. planted. But That's the, a whole but, different but story. The, but, the, <laughs> but the purpose of that was my initial intentions was not to get into a relationship with God or, you know, to grow deeper with God. My intention was to make this girl notice me and think and make her think that I was cool. Cool and godly. Didn't work, did it? No. <laughs> no. But it's it, fine. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. She became crazy. Uh, Worked out well, in the end then. Worked well, out in the end. Is that what you said? Well, no. <laughs> yeah, I'll be quiet. Yeah. I'll be that's quiet. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but so that's why I'm like, if you do go for the wrong reasons, you still have to be open to hearing what God's going to say to you because he will... If you're if you're truly his, or if he's really speaking to you, he will draw you, no matter what. And, yep. and, yep. It, and it may be that you open your eyes and go, "Oh man, right, this ain't where I need to be." Right, your right. first church, right, was that way. Yep. It's, you know? And we learned so, something. It, it taught us something. So maybe you yeah. do need to be at the wrong church for just a little tiny bit. You never yeah. know. Every yeah. action has a reaction. That's yep. true. Right, <laughs> right. And again, if you're doing it in God's will, if you're saying, "God lead me," "God take me there," yeah. you know. 
it, it, you will, it, you you still may end up at the wrong church, but there'll be a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you'll understand, and you can just keep reading the Bible. That was what got us out of the, yeah. the one where we're at. We're getting not bad people, not a bad church. We weren't going to go to hell if we would have stayed there. That's not what was going to happen. But it just, we kind of, a few things came to light. And we said, okay, now this starts to make sense. You know, we started to ask a few questions. We started to do a little more research about what these different things are. And I was actually just listening to a video the other day because one of the things you'll hear a lot now uh, online, and it's, it's a bunch of hooey, but they'll say there's over like 45,000 different Christian denominations. That is not true at all. That is a completely made up number. Yeah. And you actually, this guy dug into how this, this, this number got put out there because some organization literally went out and was like, well, okay, there's, there's a, th- this Lutheran denomination, but in every single state, well, it's a little different. So we're going to count every state as a different one too. And then also every country is a different one too. And every different denomination, every state and every country and every denomination and over and over and over. That's how they got to this 45,000 number. So it's nowhere near that, but there are a lot of denominations. There's a whole yeah. bunch of them out there. Right. And, even this guy who was breaking this down, going through it, and and he he's actually he used to be a pastor, and he actually got an illness that he had to step back. He's like, I needed to change churches. I never even thought about that. If you're a pastor at a church and you have to step back from pastoring, he had to go to a different church because you can't just not be the pastor anymore. Yeah, it doesn't really work, right? People can't ever stop treating mm-hmm. as the pastor. So yeah. he had to literally he had to find a new church. Yeah. And he said, he goes, he's like, you'd be surprised. He goes, you'd think I've been a pastor, uh, this. He goes, you'd think I'd just be like, well, we're, this is the church. I'm going to go to this other church. He's like, it took them, it took him over six months, yeah. six months for him and his wife to research, visit churches, talk to people to find a church. Yeah. Right. And again, he's been a pastor for 20 years and it took him six months. So don't worry about it. You're not in a rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to, even experts, it will take them time. <laughs> yeah. Right. We don't, it's not like buying a car. You're not going to go to one church and like, oh no, I'm trapped here. Right. <laughs> I right. can't leave. I signed the paperwork. <laughs> yep. yeah. Right. So yeah, it, it, I, all I meant to say by it is don't make it a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. Yep. Right. It's okay. If you go even once and like halfway through, you're like, mm, I heard some stuff. I'm out the door. That's wacky. Yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. But, um, to, you, you'll never know until you try, yeah. you know, you'll yeah. never know until you try. Hey, and if you're in the Northwest Arkansas area and trying to find a church, come join us at Hawassi. Come, come check us out. There's good people here. Love to have you. Yeah, and they often have donuts. <laughs> and not coffee. Always, not always donuts, but we do, be, we do have coffee. Yes, that was. You might be coffee. Derek's special guest on the podcast. You That's right. Know. You never know. <laughs> never know. Uh, you at least get to meet all of us. Yeah, but it is good to see the things we got. Yeah. That's a good reward. <laughs> That's a good. We tried that once. Remember, boy? No, just yeah. That didn't work. Yeah. That's why nobody wanted to stay. Right. <laughs> You guys are nuts. Yeah. <laughs> nah, we got a lot of good stuff going on here. I think yep. it's it's fun to see it happening with the, the a lot of a lot of growth happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I mean, just all those people, all the people interested in getting to know a little bit more about how to be a disciple and the, 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 the new believers or the new new members class mm-hmm. starting mm-hmm. up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we just got a lot going on. Yep. So, well, do we have anything else? Anybody got anything else? Uh, I'll throw these out there and I'll be la- done. Last quote. All right. I got two. So last quotes. Don't rush me. I won't. <laughs> this one here, 
uh, it says the enemy wants to define you by your scars. Jesus wants you to define you with his. Mm. 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 That's a good one. And then I think this will kind of sum up what we've been talking about here. It says failures are a part of life. If you don't fail, you don't learn. If you don't learn, you'll never change. It's mm. mm-hmm. a good one, too. Yep. We've got to not be afraid to fail. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, that is for sure. Thank you all for joining us this evening. Um, good time together. Randy, do you mind dismissing us in prayer? Absolutely. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you, Bill, to um, let us call you Father, Lord, and just be able to let us speak freely about your word. And uh, hopefully we said what uh, you wanted us to tell this audience, Lord. And I just want to thank you for this opportunity to be able to do that. Lord, I ask that you just uh, bless these men and uh, everybody listening uh, in the way you see fit, Lord, and just watch and guide us and keep us safe over this uh, this weekend. And, uh, um, Lord, just thank you for your love, Lord. And we ask all in your name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We did it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to Spiritual Debriefing, a podcast supported by First Baptist Church Hawassi. Please like and subscribe to the podcast so you can be notified when we post new episodes, as well as check out our past episodes. We'll be posting new podcasts every other Thursday. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you have questions you'd like us to answer, comments, or feedback on the podcast, Please contact us through our social media or email us at dmeadows at fbchawassi.com. Thank you, and we hope God blesses your day.